0: Welcome back to the Good
1: Fight Radio Show. I'm your host, Chad Davidson of Good Fight Ministries. And with me, as always, is the show's producer, Tony Palacio. How are you doing today? Praising God. He's good. Amen to that, and I know you guys are probably hearing our voices not hearing Joe's. Uh, he's he's not had any, had any setbacks concerning his heart or anything. It just uh, he wasn't feeling too hot today, so we uh, decided to do some episodes still. So hopefully these will be beneficial to you guys, and I hope you guys will still be blessed by them, because we are blessed by you for you guys who continue to share these things and like them and comment and uh, disagree with us. Hopefully this episode you guys won't find much you disagree with, <laughs> <laughs> right. but yeah. Uh, uh, but nonetheless, these these are important topics, and I know this one is important, and I can tell you, honestly, what I'm going to be talking about today is something that used to be near and dear to my heart uh, in a bad, bad way, mm-hmm. um, uh, not only an idol uh, that was in my life before salvation, and, and hopefully I can intertwine some of my testimony. And I know you guys have heard my testimony a number of times. We have it available, both myself, Tony, and Joe all did our testimonies to start this podcast show. So if you've never heard our, our testimonies, uh, Tony will probably put a link for all three at the bottom uh, or at the description. I say the bottom, like I'm commenting on Facebook or something. Yeah. Um, but no they hope he could put the description so in the description so you guys can check out all three of our testimonies the very
0: first three it was the first three shows we ever did.
1: Yeah and then we did a show on why testimonies are important. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> to make sure you know it was important you better listen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but nonetheless guys wanted to thank you guys uh you know before we get into it wanted to thank all you guys support uh, you guys who have gone over to patreon.com/goodfight and continue to support us each month you guys are blessing and also just you guys who pray for us i get messages all the Time, tax. I know Tony does as well. Hey, guys, been praying for you guys. I know you guys are praying for Joe, praying for the shows. Hopefully, we continue to bring out truth, and ultimately, uh, that this truth will lead people to come and know Jesus Christ, and that's the most important thing. We're gonna we're gonna shine the light of Jesus. We're gonna use uh, Goliath's sword. We're gonna cut off the giant's head, and that's what we're gonna be talking about today. And I and I'm bringing this up because I, I'll be honest with you. When I came to Christ, I came to the Lord and uh, for you guys who've listened long enough, you guys know that I came to the Lord after someone had given me and then I watched with a friend the video, They Sold Their Souls for Rock and Roll. It was at that time that I recognized quite clearly that there was Satan. And I also recognized if there's a Satan, there's obviously a God, and I needed to repent. And the words of Jesus, as the Bible says, that faith comes by hearing, hearing the words of Christ, and it was the words of Christ that were spoken by Pastor Joe Schimmel of Good Fight Ministries, where he said, Jesus said in Matthew twelve thirty, he who is not with me is against me. And I recognized at that moment that not only was all this real, but the fact was is that for the first 20, almost 21, I was about two weeks before I came to, um, uh, before my 21st birthday, I realized I was against Jesus for most of my life, and I wanted to be for Him. And I get, got on my knees right then. I took a tongue ring out that I had in, <laughs> and I drove to the beach. I I prayed the entire time. For the first time, I had a relationship with Christ, that the Holy Spirit living inside of me. Uh, I was convicted of my sin. I had the band I'm going to be talking about. I had a CD cover on the right side of my Toyota pickup and it would have all CDs, almost every one of those CDs, blasphemous satanic music. I was really into metal at the time and bands like Killswitch Engage and Hatebreed, uh Devil Driver, you know, it's a lot of the bands that I had seen live, I would just, you know, be enamored by. And that CD cover was with the band Slipknot. That was the that was the band if you went and saw if you saw my wrestling bag, I had Slipknot uh, pendulums on there and different things. I had Slipknot T-shirts every every single year to start school. That first day of school, when I'd go, I'd have a Slipknot new Slipknot T-shirt that I would buy at the local Hot Topic or uh, I think Infusion uh, was one of the places here in Simi. That guy ran for mayor and then eventually was caught uh, molesting mm-hmm. children, oh, wow. um, uh, little girls mm-hmm. and stuff. So, so yeah. Any, anyways, and I would always have that Slipknot was not just a band for me. I worshipped Slipknot, and, and and I don't say that lightly. Um, when I was in classes, both my myself and my best friend who wrestled with me at the time, we would literally have all of the lyrics from every album at that time uh, and I think that was just past Iowa. I think Iowa was two thousand and four. So yeah, so right after Iowa, and I'll, and I'll go over some of who Slipknot is before I get into this. Um, I would go over the lyrics to make sure I understood every lyric. And if you ever have heard of them, and I hope for most of you you haven't, especially if you're younger, I hope you haven't even uh, touched on this. and and I'm and by the way, before I even get to the story, I'm letting you know that someone in our in in a fellowship that I went to, Came up to me, a young kid, and said that they listened to Slipknot for the first time after I had come to salvation, and that's why I'm bringing this up. Because don't Mm -hmm. think that oh, it's so far absent; it's so you know, it's nothing; it's no big deal. They'll never find its way in our house or in my kids, uh, you know, any knowledge of what my kids are doing or whatever. Guys, I'm telling you right now, this stuff seeps in. Okay, the the enemy seeps in 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 a lot of ways, and and I'll bring that out a little bit. But I not only had every lyric and I'm not exaggerating every lyric to every song that they had memorized in my mind every single one of them I would sit and listen to it over and over and read those lyrics to make sure I had all the lyrics down I would read them when I was at school Uh, on my on my folder at uh you know, you guys have the, the folders that you keep all your stuff in. You have them for the different subjects. You have it for math and English and so forth. All of them had pictures from when I saw Slipknot front row in concert. And so I, I'm trying to lay a foundation to get you to understand how much I was enamored by this band before I knew Christ. Now, most people would not have guessed that I was this big death metal guy and I was into, you know, thrash metal and so forth Um but uh, because I was a sports guy, I you know, I you know was a wrestler and team captain and all that stuff. I wore Abercrombie & Fitch, you know, I was a little preppy, uh, you know, looking. But I did have my Slipknot shirts and my, you know, so forth. But nonetheless, that was the band that just grabbed a hold of me at a young age. And junior high was the first time I had heard them, I think about seventh grade, uh, I had heard them, and they came out with their hit song from their first album, which was a self-titled album. And now, Slipknot, i just given you a little background. This is, you know, just cursory knowledge, but... Slipknot started off in Des Moines, Iowa. There's only a few guys, Sean Crayon, um, Joey Jordison, uh, Paul Gray. These guys founded the band, and they had a different singer, and they made an album called made F- Mate, Feed, Kill, Repeat. Yeah, that's about as bad as—it's <laughs> just wow. ridiculous, right? Um, but they So they had this singer, but then once they got a hold of their new singer, Corey Taylor, that was when the band took off. Uh, they were on, like— Late night shows and stuff, and their their main song, the one that I heard that made me fall in love, sadly, with this band was a song called Wait and Bleed. And I remember distinctly at a younger age wondering what on earth is 3D blasphemy? Because one of the lyrics on there says, everything is 3D blasphemy. And I, I remember having to look it up because I didn't know what the words were. And I didn't know what a Slipknot was. But it's interesting when we look at Scripture, because Proverbs chapter 8, verse 36, actually describes this band <laughs> as well as many others. But it says, but uh, but one who sins against me injures himself. All those who hate me love death. And Slipknot actually I believe it was Joy Jordison who came up with the name and it had to do with after they wrote a song, but a Slipknot is actually the knot that's on a noose. Um, So the Loving of Death is very true, and especially when it comes to this band. When it came to Slipknot, the Loving of Death, they would all dress, they still do to this day as far as I know, they all would dress in these horrific outfits. All of them would have their own numbers from zero to eight because there was nine members in the band, at least when I was listening to them. And all these different numbers, you know, would signify. And Sean, one of the, the the clown, who was the original member, he wanted to be number six because he was a practicing <laughs> Satanist, and so he literally that was what why he wanted the number six. And I can I didn't bring any interviews today for this, but I remember when I was researching, and I'll say this: after I came to faith, and I know I'm backtracking a little bit. After I came to faith, not only did I throw away the CDs, but one of the things was I didn't want to think about it. Like, I came to faith, and that was something immediately God said, this is wrong. You do not do this. And I said, okay, that's fine. Fine by me. I, I, I now have a, a relationship with Jesus Christ. I don't need that. And so I I was like, I'm done with this. I don't want to leave these lyrics. So I didn't even research. I didn't look into it. There, the album that came out, that last album that came out right before, it came out in August of 2008. I got saved January of 2009. That was the last album I don't even remember most of it and but I I just I look back at that and I was like I'm not even ready to research back into how satanic this stuff was when I first came to fi- uh, faith because I was like this is this is dark stuff I'm not I'm not dumb when you have a song <laughs> when you have a song that's called the heretic anthem and and I'm telling you this this is what happens guys I did not think of myself as a Satanist. I didn't think of myself as a devil worshiper as I would listen to these songs over and over and over and meditate on them. But when I when someone asked me, I remember distinctly in class in the seventh grade in my homeroom class someone asking me about, well don't, you know why would you listen to that? It's like Satanic, you know because the lyrics say if you're five 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 I'm six 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 this was I'm six, six six. This is what it's like to be a heretic and i didn't think much of it but in my viewpoint i said well the world you know everyone and and you know i was i, I don't know what kind of philosophy i had at that time but <laughs> but i remember saying well the whole world and what they want they're 555 five, five. i'm 666 cuz i'm different you know i'm different and the fact is i was just being enamored by the things of this world just in a different light and satan was using this rebellious nature of a young child to continue to push this disgusting, satanic stuff. And those, I'm telling you, the reason why they're Slipknot, the reason why this band dresses in the dress that they do with blood all over, many of them vomit inside of their masks before they would go out. And Sean Cra- Crahan, I, I, you know what? It's so funny. I, do, I don't even think I remember how to pronounce it before I was saved, let alone now. But he was somebody, interesting enough, that— I knew was satanic. His his different clown outfits that he would wear, he would put a pentagram in the top of it and so forth. In fact, their second album, their second major album, Iowa, the literally the disc when you put it in is a pentagram, and the front of the cover is a goat's head in darkness. Like this is this is the satanic gross thing that they are. Yeah,
0: he's listed as the creative director. Oh, of well. course he is. Yeah,
1: yeah and, he, and that's exactly right. And what's interesting is he made he made an acting debut in a 2020, uh, 2012 film called The Devil's Carnival. And he played the role of the tamer, who was Satan's enforcer in a carnival located in hell. Wow. It, it's no joke. You know what's interesting is Corey Taylor uh, would always say he was agnostic, atheist, and so forth. But one of their band members, and it, this is really weird. When I was in high school, one of my friends said, oh, I know... Of, um, I know of Paul, uh, of G- Paul Gray, and I know he's a cocaine addict. I was like, really? And I thought, you know, just kids being kids. He ended up dying on cocaine um, and Odine. Wow. And in fact, they made an album after that uh, where it was called uh, The Gray Chronicles or something along those lines. Um, and they made an album for him afterwards. And it's interesting because they do love death. That's what they're about and this is what befalls them but Corey Taylor, the lead singer, was more agnostic atheist so to speak, right? But after Paul Gray died, he actually wrote a book on ghosts. Now we would know what that means. We would know that those aren't ghosts, those are demons. and the fact is is the Prince of the Pare has been working through, Slipknot for all these years. They would talk about themselves as not just music. Slipknot to them was not just a, a music group, but they called themselves a phenomenon that they'll be written about on National Geographic. Right? They wanted something more. And the fact is, is that it was satanic. They had songs like people equals, and I can't say the expletive, but they would literally say contagion, and I'm sitting at the side of Satan. Like, this stuff is no joke. And here's the thing. What many people don't realize is I'm sure Sean and many of the other guys, Joey Jordison, who some some believe is one of the best drummers of all time, right up there with Neil Peart and so forth, uh, another guy who loved pentagrams, right, <laughs> with The Rush. Um, and when you go back and look at him, the blasphemous nature Joey Jordison would wear on his head, a crown of thorns for many of his costumes. And they would all dress up in these costumes. He would be in another band called Murder Dolls where he would actually sing and play guitar. And that was another satanic group. And you see the narrative of them loving death and then death befalls them. And then they ended up writing out, uh, doing entire albums after uh, Paul Gray did die. And I look at Corey Taylor writing these things about ghosts and the afterlife, you know, and so forth. And I, it, it breaks my heart because I remember, and, I, and I'll bring this in now. I remember uh, when I, before I was saved, probably I think the Christmas before I got saved, my family bought Guitar Hero. And I have a very competitive nature about me. And I remember the first time I went to go play it, I went to go play it and, and I stunk. I couldn't get on, I couldn't finish the thing on easy. And my brother came up and he went on medium and he was passing everything. And I was like so angry. So I waited till everyone went to bed. And then I stayed up playing the game all night. Literally all night until the morning. And then I didn't go to sleep. I waited and then my brother woke up and he turned it on. He went back to medium to play it. And at that time I had... Reach the level of expert, and so I went to the expert level on the top song, which is uh, one of the one of the hardest songs on there, which was the Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden, and I played that at an expert level. And my brother was like, "What? What is wrong with you? Like, how did you figure out how to do that? You know?" And I had stayed up, and to win that game of Guitar Hero, you actually had to play a guy named Lou who was literally just Satan. (laughs) That's what he is. These are devil horns, and it's supposed to be a mix of... uh, They got the the idea from it from The Devil Went Down to Georgia, as well as Tenacious D, Jack Black's uh, movie, where they play uh, against the devil at the end of it. But I remember playing this, but Slipknot was one of the bands on there. And I had then, a couple years later, warned about... Slipknot during a a message that I gave concerning music and I said hey I haven't even looked into them but I'm letting you know these are the lyrics that I remember from the top of my head that they still had now I praise God so much that he has allowed me to forget so many of those satanic lyrics okay because that stuff embedded in your head is not good it is not good at all and so I remember going through just a few of the lines, some of which I've already mentioned today, and somebody came up to me and they said, hey, I wanted you to know, like, I, I, I've been playing this game and Slipknot's in it, and it was one of my favorite songs, hearing it over and over again. I really liked it. It was a song Left Behind, and I was like, oh, wow, well, let, let's talk about that. And so we did talk about it and he said, you know, I need to stop playing it. I know it's wrong. All the other music on there was wrong too. <laughs> you got to stay away from that stuff. But nonetheless, we were talking about that and I was like, "Wow, it's so interesting that me as someone who was so enamored by them then playing those games, not thinking anything of it, and then now looking back and seeing it was it literally Satan working through all of this." And that's what he wants us to, to be enamored by him. You even if you're one of those people that is simply of the prince of the power of the air, being worked through by Satan, not re- not recognizing the wickedness of it, some of which I do believe people wholeheartedly know, probably like the clown, so to wholeheartedly know what's going on. Then you have others who think you're being cool and rebellious by, by claiming Satan but may not believe him. Either way, you're all in the same camp. You're duped by Satan regardless that you think you can worship him and get away with stuff, or you're duped by Satan if... You don't realize you're being duped by Satan, and you know it, it brought me. And one of the reasons I want to talk about this because that was talking to a believer, and I could go on about all the satanic bands that I was into. Devil Driver was one of them. I I was in their mosh pit. These dudes have a song called "Do What Thou Wilt." I mean, it, it it's just it's. I went to Ozfest. I I I've been there. It is fully satanic. And we actually had someone write into us concerning, can I still listen to this stuff? And I'm going to read you. I actually wrote back to them, and we post. This is on our website. You guys can check it out. And it, I I think it does a good job. If you if you piggyback two different articles, there's one on secular books, novels, and music, and then there's one here, another Q and A. Where this is someone specifically saying that they listen to this music and it does has no effect on them. So I'm going to read from that article because I think the answer is pretty good. Granted, I'm the one who gave it, but I got it from Scripture. so uh, I think it's pretty good. But this is no, really bias. really important. Yeah, I'm not pious <laughs> or anything. Well, I'm biased on the scripture. Um, my my, I'm sure my wife will tell you where all my imperfections are here on this article. But nonetheless, we are we'll read from it. Uh, quote. According to you, Pastor Schimmel, is it possible in some, that some keep listening to secular music like classic rock or hard rock metal bands while being fully aware and conscious of the meaning of certain lyrics from certain metal bands, for instance, Metallica or Pantera? I'm a little bit confused about it because I grew up listening to such acts. Meanwhile, I'm feeling very sincere in my faith in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Please, Pastor Joe, tell me your deep feelings about this. Thank you. So here's our response. I believe your question can be answered by showing the difference between wisdom and knowledge. While God warns in the book of Hosea that his, quote, people perish because of lack of knowledge, it is what we do with that knowledge that allows us to practice wisdom. Simply knowing that Jesus is the way will not save someone. Satan is certain that Jesus is the only way by which man may enter the kingdom of God, but it profits him nothing. Wisdom would be surrendering to Christ, putting on the Lord Jesus Christ, and making him lord of your heart. In a similar way, having the knowledge that these bands are not singing about wickedness, but are at, are openly defiant to the things of God simply makes a person listening to this darkness all the more culpable. In fact, in Psalm 1, we are given the circumstance of two different men. One of the men meditates on God's word day and night, and he's like a tree planted against the water, and he bears fruit in its season. There's another man though, who does not meditate on God's word and is akin to the bark that is thrown off by the wind blowing. One of the key characteristics of this man with such a weak foundation is that he sits in the seat of scoffers. As you can clearly see from the text, God does not consider our fellowship, or entertainment for that matter, with those who scoff at God as a beneficial practice for those who wish to continue to be a part of the tree. It is those who continue engaging with wickedness who have no firm root and cannot withstand when the wiles of the enemy come blowing blowing in. There should be nothing in our lives of greater importance than to grow spiritually, and there is no greater hindrance than meditating on the very things that God hates. I do not say this lightly. I would like to tell you a story about something that took place in my own home shortly after I came to know Christ. Upon recognizing that the very things that I was entertained by were the very things that God hates, I realized that I needed to rid those of my life—music, movies, and other practices—that were not befitting the kingdom of God. But I didn't feel like keeping this to myself, and I wanted to relinquish the enemy and his avenue into my family's house by way of entertainment. One of the first moves to rid my house of some of this wickedness was to go through the DVR list on my parents' TV. I deleted all the shows that I deemed unbecoming of a believer. Well, it just so happens that my siblings did not see this as a kind gesture, and they decided to conspire together to have an intervention at the dinner table with my dad. I remember walking in after work and, I, and having my entire family sitting at the table waiting to eat. As I sat down at the table, I felt a level of tension that was not usually present at our family dinners. I could sense that they had already spoken, and they were waiting on dad to let me have it. Dad came out and said, Chad... I heard you have been deleting everyone's shows off of our DVR. I replied, yes, specifically Family Guy. That show is repulsive, and I can't believe you would allow anyone in our house to watch it. He explained that it was his and my mother's television, and that I don't pay the bills. That's very true. And I don't get to say what is allowed on their TV. It was at this moment that I realized I needed him to understand why I wanted to delete that specific show. So I placed him into a scenario and said, Dad, what if I enjoyed watching a show and you decided to ask me about it? You asked what it was about, who was on it, etc. I then told you that it was really funny and that they made fun of you on it. They said you were mean, gay, ridiculous, and even doubted that you existed. How would you feel about me watching it? How do you believe our Father in Heaven feels about us watching that? Now, at this point, I must tell you that my dad has not watched that show in years, nor is it allowed to be recorded on the household because he is now a born-again, blood-bought believer. But at that time, the message did not resonate. He affirmed his position and would later understand to a better degree. I tell this story because I hope it exemplifies what you are doing when you listen to music that is clearly against your father in heaven. I would never listen to songs that were openly against my father, so how can I do this to my heavenly father? The answer is clear. I can't. If I have been given a new heart with new desires, my desire should be to love him with all of my heart, soul, mind, and strength. I cannot check my mind at the door and expect wickedness not to infiltrate my heart. While there should be no wonder as to whether or not you should meditate on music, watch movies, or literature that is openly satanic, there are a few scriptures that I believe help help us concerning what it is we should be entertained by and meditating on. Finally, brethren, whatever... whatever Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. And then this comes, that last portion comes from another article titled Secular Music, Movies, and Books. Now, hopefully you guys are get getting the point from that. Article and I and I hope that it makes a good point, making fun of my uh, my veracity as a young believer. I guess you would say <laughs> uh, I was definitely and still am to a point, but I think a lot better. I have some tact now, but uh, <laughs> not that it's wrong to delete that nasty stuff off the TV. But uh, <laughs> but uh, well, that's up for debate um, uh, if you if you want to. But I I definitely was a bull in a china shop, we'll say. But I I want to point this out because these bands, the the stuff that was. Openly satanic. I mean, you guys got to think about this. We had back in the day. I wasn't. I wasn't alive back then. But they literally burnt the records of the Beatles when they said they were more popular than Jesus. Like, hey, Hmm. this radio station is not going to play that any music anymore, and we're going to go burn them. Okay, they did not want Elvis on the TV because he shook his hips, right? Now, guys, I've been to high school right here at Gora High School, and we'd wrestle against them. They would come out to Slipknot, guys. I chose the music. Came out to Slipknot and Romstein. and Romstein, If you haven't seen is recorded over and over again because they were a huge band of those of the Columbine shooters, huge fans of that band. Um, do do Host me? Do you hate me? Um, was one of their songs. But you look at these things, you think, oh, that would never come into the into here and into there. Check out the video games that are being played at home, whether it's NBA 2K or so forth, and some of the music, the Jay-Z and all this stuff that is, is put into those
0: video games that the kids are playing. Come a long way since Pong. Yeah, right. right yeah. <laughs> yeah, now you got virtual reality. Now I'm showing my crazy. age there with that one. That yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah I,
1: I actually don't know that reference. Uh, <laughs> PlayStation 1 came out when yeah. I I remember we got our PlayStation 1, so they go for mine. And I remember the first DVD we watched was Gladiator, you know, that was about uh, to age me. But but guys, I, I think there's a couple of verses, hopefully, that, that, you know, for young people, especially, if you have kids, guys, they will hear stuff like this. Maybe not Slipknot, but maybe another band that's just like it. And some of them sound pretty innocent, but then you find out what they're talking about. I remember In Sync when, mm-hmm. when, I, when I watched, they sold their social rock and roll, and it's talking about how they don't need prophecy or Jerusalem and all this. You're like in sync how why are they sick these boy bands you know and you're like what is going on i expect this from slipknot you know (laughs) right (laughs) i don't expect this from you know these boy bands but you realize that they're of their father and you realize that the record labels are of their father
0: (laughs) the enemy doesn't care about genres of music he just puts it out there
1: no 100 percent. because there are people in every single genre and so even though i would have looked like the preppy kid back in high school the fact is, is that I was listening to this demonic stuff. And there's a few things that we can do biblically to hopefully keep this stuff out of our household. Make sure that your kids are doing what Psalm 11911 says, and that's hiding God's word in their heart that he may not sin against them. And how will a young man keep his way pure? Psalm 119 again. How will a young man keep his way pure? By keeping it according to his word, meditating on his word day and night, be like the tree planted against the water bear and fruit in the season. Psalm 119, 15, 16, I will meditate on your precepts and regard your ways. I shall delight in your statutes. I shall not forget your word. This is what we need to do. This is what we need to do for our children because guess what? When the enemy comes with those soothing sounds, and I know most people will not think Slipknot is all that soothing. <laughs> no, no way. But... But when the enemy does come with those sounds, those sirens that will try to bring your kids away from, hopefully they have things written on their heart so that cognitively they can make a decision that, hey, I'm not allowing these things to be meditated on. I'm only going to meditate on God's word and I'm going to worship him and love him with all of my heart, soul, mind, and strength. God bless.